Welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, where we are changing the aging narrative. I'm your host, Joanne Newadak, and I'm thrilled to bring you stories that matter and celebrate your place in the world. As an advocate for lifelong learning, health, and women's empowerment, I believe it's never too late to live the life you've always imagined. Through lively and informative interviews with inspiring guests, we'll explore a wide range of topics relevant to our global sisterhood of vibrant, inquiring women just like you. Join me for today's episode and let's start changing the aging narrative together. Hello and welcome to today's episode. We are going to revisit the aging versus ailment concept that I introduced last week. And today we are going to welcome my dear friend, colleague, and sometimes partner in mischief, Dr. Andrea, who is an award-winning wellness chiropractor practicing in Calgary, Alberta at a wonderful clinic called Divine Spine. And today we are going to tap into that concept of aging versus ailments related to our bone health and the health of our spine. So Andrea, welcome, welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Wonderful. So let's, let's kick it off right off the bat with, um, actually, what we're going to do is kick it off the bat with introducing your book because it's so perfect for the concept we're talking about right now. It's entitled Slowing the Aging Process. Go ahead and hold your book up. Yeah? Wonderful. Now, if you're listening, you're not going to be able to see the book, obviously. (laughs) So go to the show notes. You can click a link and you'll be able to uh, get taken to where this book is. So This is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here because we both have a similar concept or idea that so often people blame things on aging when it has not, it's not really, aging is only one factor. So why don't we dive into just kind of our bone health and our spine health? What what is normal? Sure. So as we get older, you know, it's natural to have some wear and tear, obviously. Where the problem lies is really when we have one side that hurts and the other side that doesn't. And then, of course, people just automatically say, oh, you must be getting older. Let's take, for example, your knees. That's the classic one. Everyone talks about knee pain, and that's a normal sign of aging. The way I look at the body is a little different. So your knees were born at the same time. So if you have right knee pain, but your left knee is perfectly fine, in my mind, that doesn't really make sense that it's part of an aging process because your right knee is not older than your left knee. They're the same (laughs) age. I love that. True. So if one is hurting and the other one is not, then it's not really aging. Now we have to figure out what is going on in the system that you're that one side of you, that one knee Mm -hmm. or that one hip or the one foot or ankle or elbow or shoulder is hurting more than the other. And a lot of times that's a byproduct of alignment. The best analogy I've come up with is really think of your car and the alignment of your car. If the alignment of your car is off, your tires are going to wear down and they're going to wear down in a much different pattern. And they're going to wear down faster than what they would typically wear down as well. If you never fix the alignment, is it ever going to go away? The tires are just Mm going to keep wearing down until eventually they get to the point that 
you can't ride on your tires anymore. The fix is not to keep changing the tires. The fix is to change the alignment. Because once you change the alignment, now the tires stop wearing down. And so when we come to the knees, we have to look at the alignment. And Joanne, as you know, I am huge when it comes to feet being the foundation to your house. So oh, yeah, you just got yeah. my orthotics. <laughs> Actually, they're ordered. I picked them up soon. Excellent. So I, to me, it is foundational because your feet are really the foundation to your house. So if your foundation is crooked, that means it doesn't matter what anyone does to try and fix your house, whether it's right. a chiro, a physio, a massage, an acupuncture. I'm throwing all of us in the same boat. We're all going to try and fix your house in whichever way we can. But if the foundation is crooked over time, the house will always follow that foundation. So if you find that you've tried lots of things and nothing really seems to stick, Mm -hmm. you have to look at your feet. There is something else going on. So when it comes to the knees, we're going to go back to that because lots of people have knee issues as they get older. If your feet roll in or you have flat feet or if you know someone told you oh you know you have bunions or whatnot those are all byproducts of a certain amount of rolling in some people <laughs> some yeah. people roll in I a little my bit. hand up saying yeah, yeah I have only on one foot so a bunion yeah. definitely is not so we're talking about the ailments here which is great yes. and then we'll go back and talk about but what can we expect as a normal process But yeah, so the feet, so what I hear you saying is like, if you have knee issues or even hip issues and sometimes back issues, it's starting in the feet. Yeah. And rarely do you go somewhere and someone's really looking at your feet. And that's the thing. And a lot of times when I talk to my patients, is it really the feet that's a hundred percent triggering the back pain or knee pain? Maybe not. But it's definitely the feet that are preventing you from healing as quickly as you should. Right. So, okay. Right. So let's talk a little bit about when it comes to aligning the spine, aligning the joints, you have to make sure that all the foundations are there. And so feet are definitely important to look at. You need to be in good shoes. As we get older, our body's less capable of adapting to the things we used to do when we were 20. We used to get away with all kinds really? of things when we were 20 <laughs> that are a whole lot harder to get away with this day and age, right? Especially as right. we get older, you know, the further we get from 20, the slower our body heals. And okay. it's not that we can't, we just have to be more supportive of the system and not expect it to just respond like that, which most right. of us take. Makes sense. So let me, um, I just want to dive into this a little bit. So If we were to kind of back up the bus a moment and go, okay, we've talked about, you know, when we have misalignments, when we have something only sore on one side or the other, it's not just the aging process. It is a misalignment. Um, So, so let's look at what you can do when there is a misalignment, right? Like what, what should somebody do if, they're having lower back pain or knee pain or just one knee? Like what, what do you recommend to help correct that? So when it comes to, this is the analogy that I typically say to my patients. Um, Think of having five pebbles in your shoes. So you have five pebbles in your shoes and you're trying to walk. And at first it's annoying. You can get away with it. It's annoying. 
But the longer you walk, the more steps that happen, the more irritating those teeny tiny pebbles become. Mm -hmm. It gets to the point that you can hardly walk anymore. So let's say you have five pebbles. Let's say you go to Cairo and it gets rid of one pebble. You take a pain pill and it gets rid of one pebble. Let's say you stretch and it gets rid of one pebble. But you still have two pebbles. Those two pebbles are still going to rattle around in your shoes, so to speak. So even though what you're doing is helping, you're not really feeling better. So it's never just a one shot thing. Like when I talk to patients, it's never just, oh, just get adjusted. Everything will be perfect. Because in the grand scheme of things, I may only be one pebble. Because if you're doing Mm. all these other things that keep triggering the problem, there's only so much that I can do by removing, even if I, even if I remove four pebbles, but you still have that one. And so we look at when, as we age, we're really looking at all the elements of aging because they all interplay when it comes to pain, how well we feel, how much energy we have. It's about the food we take and how much pro-inflammation is occurring in our system. It's about how we sleep. It's about our stress levels, the things that you know, that you talk about all the time. It's about alignment of the spine. It's, it's how you take care of your body. And yes, maybe when we were younger, we didn't really pay that much attention to all of these things. But as we get older and we start paying, start noticing that things are not responding the way they should. Yeah. Now is the time to change. Now is the time to make a difference because we still have 20, 30, 40 years to go that if we don't change what we've done in the past, it's only going to get worse. So Absolutely. I, I did this huge long and tangent because it's hard to just say, just yeah. get adjusted. Cause sometimes that's not enough. Like that's with you, not enough. So at foundation, we had to look at yeah. orthotics. We had to look at other things to help support the yeah. system. And that's, that tends to be a little bit more at my direction. I'm not strictly just get adjusted because sometimes it's not right. enough. It's, it's more holistic. And I appreciate that because when I work with my clients as well, it's not just, oh, I want to lose weight. We're just going to look at your food. We're looking at your food, your sleep, mm-hmm. you know, what, what are you doing for your mindset? You know, what is your stress levels? And you look at that as well. You do this, mm-hmm. <laughs> the same food plan you lead your clients through as well. Um, so it's very much taking that holistic approach. And yes. one of the things you were talking about is, you know, you can be hurt when you're younger, but often you can shake it off. But one of the things that I know, and I bet you would agree, is that mismanaged acute pain, meaning sudden onset pain or injuries, are often what causes chronic pain later yeah. on. So whether that was in our 20s and 30s and now in our, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, we're feeling it from the past. What I'm hearing you say is it's not too late to still make some better corrections so that it doesn't become really debilitating when we get older. I heard a stat and it was outrageous. I won't quote numbers, but it was like a ridiculous number of people that go into assisted living or full care living are because they cannot get off the toilet on and off the toilet by themselves. Their Mm -hmm. knees are so bad that they can't do that. So now I want to get into what are some things we can do to make things better, 
but I'm going to back up the bus. You know, I mentioned that before. I'm going to back up the bus. And what I'd like you to do is, can you take us through a little bit of a the journey of the bones in our body from when we're younger to now, not on the ailment side, but the natural. Let's pretend somebody was super duper healthy. The aging process is still going to take a little bit of a toll, but at different rates for people. But can you explain what someone can expect, even if they're taking good care of themselves? I mean, over time, we do, there is certain amount of wear and tear, just like okay. in a car, right? We'll go back to that same analogy. But as we age, you will have some hiccups, so to speak, of where you'll have bits and pieces of pain because you either lifted something wrong, you twisted wrong, you bent over wrong, you pick up the grandkids. But technically, when it comes to the bones, there should be maybe some wear and tear in the sense of a little bit of arthritis, but not a crazy amount. It should not be debilitating to the point where the doctor's like, you have arthritis, there's nothing we can do. There's Uh, some stuff we can do. Right. So yes. Is there going to be wear and tear? Yes. But wear and tear in the spine does not necessarily equate to pain. And that's part of the okay. problem. So okay. you can have Good wear and tear. So one of the things that is always fascinating to me is you can have a spine that looks just about perfect. And the person has tremendous amount of pain. Or Interesting. I have a patient who is 80 seven years old. She still cross country skis. She still does all kinds of stuff. She comes in once a month for the tune-up because she feels a little tired. And when we took x-rays of her spine, it was awful. I I looked at it. I was like, wow. whoa, like if I had looked at that before I knew her, I would have hesitated to adjust her. Wow. So Interesting. it is Yeah. So a lot of times, just because you are told you have arthritis does not necessarily mean that that is a blanket. I don't, I can't do anything else. Okay. Because can you you have, oh, sorry, keep going. No, I was just going to say, because if you have moments where you feel better and then moments where you feel worse, then that means your body's capable of healing. And if you're capable of healing, arthritis doesn't come and go. It's always there. That means your body's okay. I love this. Say that again. If you have times when you're feeling well and then there's Mm flare-ups, then it means you are capable of healing because arthritis really. So can you, for the people listening, I think there's different types of arthritis, right? There's, can you explain when people just talk, we use it as a blanket term, but it's not all the same. Can you explain what you mostly see within the spine or in joints, what is arthritis? And then we can delve a little bit into what can we do to, because I know we both have some ideas on how we can actually improve that. Yeah. So, I mean, there are the, there are the big guns when it comes to arthritis, the autoimmune type arthritis, the rheumatoid arthritis, those are a little different, but then again, in the way my brain works is an autoimmune arthritic process is the body attacking itself in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't really make sense. Your body's attacking itself because there's something going on. There's a pebble. There's something that's irritating the system. That is something, it takes a lot of work. It's not something you can just change, but there's stuff you can do to help minimize some of that. The 
lesser, if I want to say lesser, grade arthritis is the osteoarthritis or the DJD or the degenerative joint disease. These are arthritis of wear and tear. That's where I come in because wear and tear, if we go back to the car analogy, it's a misalignment. You fix the alignment, you fit, you change the way the body responds to this wear and tear. So if you moments where that knee doesn't hurt and you're like, oh, I feel pretty good. And then the next day it hurts again. That means at some point your body was able to adapt to that arthritic process or to the arthritis in your knee. Okay. If your body's able to adapt to that in moments of time and then other moments it gets, oh, okay, enough is enough. Whatever you did was too much for me. That means you're capable of staying in the position of not having pain. We just got to figure out what is the pebble? What is that irritation? What is the thing that keeps irritating the body that keeps triggering it to go backwards again? Because right. if you have Which moments can be that, 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 that um, misalignment, but it also can be in what you and I both know is that diet has a big yeah. play. Huge. If we have inflammation in our diets, then that's going to show up. I know that when I switched and I follow the metabolic balance eating plan, I feel fantastic. I had a client recently go from each morning waking up and rating her pain eight or nine out of 10 Mm -hmm. down to a six within less than two weeks, right? Within the first four days, in fact, that that inflammation was, you know, tamped down just simply by changing the diet. So that's not, you're not just going to change your diet and all your pain goes away, but it's, you're, you're taking out different pebbles there. Yeah. Um, what else would you recommend with that? I know you're, we're both big on hydration, so I'll let you touch base on that. And then I wouldn't mind it just touching, not that we're going to advise people to take any sort of supplement, but if it's right for them, like, what do you think people should look into? So water and possible supplements and food. Yeah. So one of the things I talk about in my practice is there is three kinds of stress that affect the system, physical stress, emotional stress, and chemical stress. All three of them can trigger pain. So it's not always just what you did. It's what you thought and ate and did all at the same time, which became this perfect storm that tipped you over the edge. Because let's be honest, bending over to pick up a pencil is really not what triggered the pain. It's what set it over the edge, but it's not what triggered the pain. So if we go back to the chemical... So we all know water. I'm just laughing. I'm sorry. I have to interject. Like, you know, (laughs) mine once was I was leaning over to grab a Kleenex, for goodness sakes. But it was everything I did up to that moment that was the issue. It was. And so if you look at water, we all know water is important. Blah, blah, blah. We've heard it time and time again. Grabbing my glass of water here, pointing at it, (laughs) taking a swig. So part of what I want you to think about, think of it more like pain management. So if you think of all of the discs in your spine, all of the the meniscus and the bursas, all these terms that we've heard, these are all like sponges. And so if you don't drink enough water, you are dehydrating, so to speak. So now you take those sponges and you shrink them. If you shrink those sponges, so right, because if that disc is like a sponge, if it dries out, it shrinks. When you take a dried out sponge, can you bend it or move it? Not really. It's really stiff. So if you wake up every morning really stiff, you have to look at how much water you're drinking. Because now if you take that same sponge and you wet it, it gets nice and thick. And now you can do whatever you want with it. It's the same Mm -hmm. idea. If you are dehydrated. That's a great analogy. 
Yeah. If you are dehydrated and you are not drinking enough water, and as Joanne and I both say, it's half your weight in ounces minimum. It's a lot more water than we think. The eight glasses mm-hmm. a day is not enough because if you are six foot nine, 250, 300 pounds, or you're four foot 10, you don't both need the same amount of water. So it's exactly. half your weight in ounces, right? So if you have a lot of pain, make sure, and a lot of stiffness, make sure you're drinking enough water. Very important. It is one of the big ones. When it comes to supplements, there's three top ones that I recommend all the time. I recommend a good vitamin D because vitamin D helps your body heal. If you don't have enough vitamin D, you are not going to heal as fast as what you think you should. The other one I recommend is a magnesium. If you do a magnesium glycinate, it tends to be a little harsh, a little less harsh on your bowels because one of the side effects of magnesium is loose bowels, just like the side effect of iron is constipation. So it's just a side. So you just have to manage how much you're taking of it to get through it properly. Because here's the thing. If you don't have enough magnesium, you'll have more muscle spasms, trigger points, Charlie horses, restless legs at night, as well as headaches. It's a big Mm -hmm. one. Magnesium is part of over 300 chemical processes that happens in our system. And it is a mineral. That's huge. 300. Sorry, say that again. 300. 300 chemical processes related to magnesium. Yep. Really big to have that in our in our diets. It's huge. And it's not really easy to get out of the diet. It's not something that is just easily available. You have to actively seek out the foods. It is also um, a mineral that gets used up in time of stress. Hello, COVID. Right? Like we have you just know, that's come the point out. Because lots of times they're like, oh, you should be able to just get in your diet. But the reason why we need to supplement is because we don't have a stress-free life. If we had a stress-free life, all of us, we could probably just get it from what we're eating. But this is something that we both feel strongly that you pr- you need to have a good quality supplement. Yeah. And of course, and the last one? one is fish oil or your omega-3. Really important. Fish oil brings down pain, bring down sin- <laughs> brings down inflammation, and it's your brain building fat. If we want to try and stay away from any, from, um, dementia and Alzheimer's, we really have to be on fish oil unless you're eating fish a lot, but you have to make sure that it's clean fish and it's not full of mercury. And, and the only caveat to that is uh, that I'll throw out there is please, please, please get good quality fish oil. Do not skimp, do not get the cheapest stuff you can find. The most expensive process is distilling the mercury out of the fish. If you get really cheap fish oil, there's a piece of the puzzle there that's missing. Do not skimp on that. Think of it yeah. as part then of Then you get into all the toxins and a lot yes. of this is in your book, right? A lot yeah. of what you're sharing, just putting it out there because <laughs> it is so good. Like just say the chapters, like your, your, your book talks about sleeping well and eating yeah, well. There's and five pillars. There's sleep well, think well, move well, um, age well, and live well right? So it's all about things that we can do. It's about removing the pebbles. I am going to finish on one thing. And this is something that you touch on all the time is stress. Stress is one of the pillars that triggers inflammation when I, not just inflammation, sorry, but inflammation and pain. When I have patients that come in and they've been coming in on a regular basis and that stress level of theirs just shoots out of the park, Mm -hmm. pain pattern changes drastically. And so oh, you yeah. have to pay attention to pain or to, you do pay attention to, to, stress. Pain, to stress. Think of it like um, 
we have one response to stress. And you've heard me say this before. It's like a bear coming at you, right? So when a bear comes at you, you go into that fight or flight response and you're there to fight off the bear. So all the blood goes into your extremities and you're ready to fight like crazy or you're ready to run away. But at some point the bear goes away. The problem with emotional stress is the bear comes at you. Now he puts his hand around your shoulder and now you're fighting him 24 seven. And we were never designed to fight a bear 24 hours of the day. And so if you're trying to sleep or you are trying to eat and you're struggling on either or is because your brain is saying to you, what are you doing? We are fighting a bear. How could you possibly be sleeping right now? Or how could you possibly be eating? And so you have to manage stress. And this is where you need to connect with Joanne and all of her programs. Because if you cannot manage your stress, this is a good plug. You got to do it. It's true. I can't help you. I can't change physical stress that comes through in your system. So I can do everything right. And you will still hurt because the one pebble of stress is still there. And so you have to manage stress. Very important. Fantastic. Now, before we go into sort of our conclusion and, and so forth, I, I hope you're okay with me asking this is you mentioned the three really interesting, um, supplements that you think people should be taking and they can speak to their healthcare provider on what's the right amounts and so forth for them and the fish oil, the magnesium and the vitamin D. I know that there's going to be people out there going, well, what about calcium? I'm told to take lots of calcium for my bones. Can you give us your opinion on that? So calcium is important if you're low, but one of the things that makes it, so we go down the calcium path because of osteoporosis, right? And so sure, when we hit menopause, things change in our system, but there are outside ways you can do it. If you're going to do calcium, you cannot do calcium on its own because think of, think of your bones like a brick wall and calcium is the bricks. So if you build a brick wall with brick on top of brick on top of brick, it's a great wall that I can push over. You need the mortar and you need the rebar. You need all these other minerals that help the calcium do what it's supposed to do. So if you're going to do the calcium, you need a bone builder. You need a supplement that is a whole complex that's designed to build the bone, not a calcium directly off the shelf with nothing else to support it. The other thing is, if you're doing the calcium because of the whole osteoporosis, osteopenia thing, remember the the fastest way to strengthen the bones is weight-bearing exercises. You need to get in the gym. You need to lift weights. That is what is going to make your bones stronger. And I'm not talking about the five or the two-pound weights. Your purse is heavier than that. Like, I'm talking about you need to get weights. (laughs) Yes. It is. Stand there. You can stand in the grocery line lifting your purses. Why not? That's exactly right. You need to have against resistance. Water aerobic is amazing. It does nothing for bone building. And so you have to do weight bearing. Going for a walk is amazing for your legs, does nothing for your arms. And when we trip, what breaks is our wrists. We have mm. to go in the gym. We have to lift weights. It's important. You know, if you're not sure how to do it, there's lots of easy programs where you have one-on-one, not very long sessions. You don't have to be in a gym around all kinds of people you're uncomfortable with. Connect with myself or Joanne. We'll kind of guide you a little bit, but it's really important to add that to what you're doing, not just the calcium. You have to add the movement as well. 
Thank you. I knew that you had a great way of explaining that because I often get asked and it is a tricky one. Like there's Mm -hmm. actually some bad side effects. If you take it only by itself too much, we won't get into all of that. It's important to know a supplement is a supplement. It's an addition. Um, But doing something as simple as, you know, if you eat canned salmon, squish the bones, like mush those bones up and actually that's a nutritional way of getting calcium. People get weirded out about that, but that's what we used to eat and it makes us Mm -hmm. healthier. Um, What I'd love to do is let's, so off the top, let's see if I've learned my lessons here. So Mm -hmm. some really big things that we can do to help the aging, slow the aging process, because we don't want to stop it because that just, there's only one way to stop it. We don't want to stop it. We want to keep aging because that means we're getting older and we're living, but we want to live a vibrant life. So uh, get our water because we need that hydration. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Eating, take a look at our diets. Yeah. Often losing even five, 10 pounds. Um, we didn't get into this, but I heard some stat about just losing five, 10 pounds. The amount of pressure that is taken off our knees and our ankles is phenomenal. Right. Okay. What else? Probably what I love is that you weren't sitting there going, you have to go and see a chiropractor all the time. Although if somebody has a misalignment, it's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. And can we, I'm just going to pause here. Can you explain? Some people go, oh, I'm scared of chiropractic, but there is a chiropractor means basically a doctor of bones or of the spine. They, you, you don't all use the same type of techniques. So no. can you do a quick explanation on that? Sure. Um, so there is probably... I would say 25 to 30 different chiropractic techniques that exist out there. Um, In Canada, the push is really for the manual-based type chiropractic. It's a great technique. It's interesting. It's only one of the many other techniques that exist. Um, It's not better. It's not worse. It's just one. But it happens to be the one that is widely used in Canada because we only have one school in Canada and that one school really pushes the manual adjusting. It is what it is. So people have this misconception that chiropractic is the popping, twisting, cracking. That's the only way to get adjusted. And that's not true. There's so many other techniques. Take, for example, my technique. I use a computerized based adjusting tool. There's no popping. There is no twisting, no cracking. You're sitting in a chair and I'm coming from behind and the instrument taps until the bone moves. Once the bone moves, there is a piezoelectric crystal. doesn't really matter. There's a sensor inside that senses that motion and instantly stops. So people that say, oh, my chiropractor has never been able to get my back to crack. I can get it to go because it'll keep tapping until it goes. Now, you'll be really sore the next day and you may not like me but we can get it to go. So it's more speed over force. You don't always have to have the manual. There's lots of other techniques out there. And what I do is, again, not just the only thing. There's lots of other instrument-based technique. Now, do I like mine? Of course, I think mine's the best, but it's mine. Of course. (laughs) And I quite like it as well. I mean, we could talk about a whole different thing, but you helped me with the migraines I was having. It was so Mm -hmm. bad, like nothing was working and you did this wonderful protocol and I was like, oh, I walked out of here and I, you know, it it really reduced the number. And, and honestly, for quite a while, I haven't had them. So, so I'm, I'm going to go back to my, my school review. Okay. We've got our fluids. We've got the eating. We've got, if you're out of alignment, get some adjustments, take a look at our feet. 
because that mm -hmm. could be the problem. Get orthotics. It's worth the investment of orthotics if needed. Because quite often we look at stuff and go, oh, that's so expensive. But the reality is, if we don't invest in our health now, we will be forced to invest in our illness later. hundred percent. Right? So yes. the difference between aging and ailment to do with our spines and our bones is normal aging. There will be gradual deterioration but at different rates, but not necessarily pain. You can have people that are in their 80s and 90s that don't have pain. So if someone has pain, that falls under what we're using as an ailment, a condition, yes. an imbalance. And at any age, some things can be done to help bring this better. Did I pass the test? Yes, very well. Like I for me, I wanted to, like my mom is the epitome of perfect aging. Like we celebrated her 80th birthday in January on the beach with her in a bikini strutting I around. Know, in Mexico. In Mexico. Like, it was amazing. That is, you can age very well just because you're 80 or 85 does not mean you have to be like what they portray us to be on TV. Yeah. You can be yeah. healthy. You can, she walks five miles a day. She's out every day. Like she takes, but she does the things that she needs to do to be healthy. She takes care of herself. She does. All right. What a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for being on. If you're interested, Dr. Andrea and I did a different conversation. I believe it was like stand taller, live longer. I think so, yeah. Um, something along those lines in one of our previous, you'll have to scroll back quite a few episodes. Maybe we'll redo that one because that was so long ago. We could um, have that conversation again. I'd love to have you back on. And just as we're leaving, in a really quick nutshell, what do you think are the top three things people can do. I think I've mentioned them there, but really what are the top three things, uh, little pearls of wisdom you'd like to share with people? Check your posture. Structure is the foundation to how your body functions. You have to check your posture, okay. drink your water and make sure you eat healthy. If you put bad gas in your car, you will get a bad running car. I mean, not the way to say it, but the analogy is there. <laughs> you have to take care of your, this is your temple. You only have one of them. You can change a car whenever you want. You can change out parts right, left, and center. You got what you got You're, and get adjusted. Find a chiropractor you trust and get adjusted because your nervous system controls everything in your body. And if your nervous system isn't functioning, you by default will not function properly. Find a chiropractor wow. and get adjusted. Thank you so much for being on today. You're and, welcome. This uh, is a pleasure. Take care, everyone. Please check out the show notes. There'll be information. Uh, you know, uh, Andrea's full bio is in there and a link to where you can get her book and how to reach her. And if you have any questions, please reach out to either of us and we're happy to answer. Take care. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. But before you leave, I'm curious. What pearl of wisdom are you taking away from today's episode? I do hope it held some inspiration or information for you to live your best life. If you are not yet part of our sisterhood, I invite you to join our community by visiting our website, fabulousat.ca. 
www.mindmindfabulous.com and you'll receive a free copy of our ebook, Make Mind Fabulous, 21 Ways to Energize Your Life. It is packed with loads of tips and tricks. Plus, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review to let us know what you think. Remember, keep choosing fabulous. It's never too late to live the life you deserve. Catch you on the next episode.